This is the Horse Radio Network. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1318, where monthly hit em jumping host Emily Thompson and Glenn answer a listener question about improving control in the show jumping arena. This episode is brought to you by Purina Mills. If you're listening to this program, it's obvious that you love horses. And let's be honest, our older horses hold a really special place in our hearts. That's why we want to do everything we can to keep our older companions around as long as possible and living their best lives. Well, your friends at Purina get this. That's why they've developed Purina Equine Senior Horse Feed with Active Age, a proprietary prebiotic proven through years of research to support a senior horse's aging immune system. Because when it comes to our horses, greatness never ages. To learn more, visit PurinaMills.com backslash active age. All right, uh, Courtney, who was on the show yesterday, actually, one of our auditors, said, My horse is great at cross-country, but cantering to a fence in the ring, she will throw her head in the air dangerously and dangerously charge at the fence. Well, that sounds safe. Uh, All dressage training goes out the window. There is no half-halt, no collection. She will trot at everything, but the moment you head to a fence at a canter, all hell breaks loose to help. This sounds like your horses you work with every day. I know. I have this horse. Are you sure it's? Not in my barn. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm reading. It also here, yeah. sounds like the one you got hurt on. So let's talk I about know. it. Yeah. No, that wasn't his fault. His neck is just a little shorter than I realized <laughs> um, previously. Now I know the old headbutt caught me by surprise. But uh, but yeah, like she's saying here in the beginning that the horse is great cross country. So that's awesome. So put that to the side. Then when you're going cross country to stadium jumping, I think that's the hard part for the horse to be able to differentiate between a longer, flatter style of going where you are allowing the horse to gallop with a lot more power, um, where in the stadium, the power really has to be contained more like the dressage. So, but it's not because the horse still has to clear the obstacle. So I would say without seeing a video that the horse is slightly uh, concerned about approaching obstacles that could turn out to be as challenging physically for him or her on as in the cross country course, but they're, you know, they're not because they're the stadium jumps and they come down. So the horse is showing some anxiety about that, but also really wanting to do the job. So the launching and the head shaking is an evasion of the aids taking over and I'm going to get over the hurdle. So in that way is actually a very good thing. Um, the trotting is super that builds the confidence and he knows he, she knows where they are. Um, I would Personally, with a horse like this, I would assess my bridling situation, not for obviously the show ring, you know, you can eventually get back into a, a snaffle, but sometimes when they throw the aids out the window entirely, you like, I'm not a fan of using all crazy tack and it's not the answer for everything in a situation like this. I think that that's very um, appropriate. You can even start not on the horse's back. I like to do a lot of stuff on the, uh, with equipment on the lunge. Um, I love the Pessoa rig. It's a game changer and it does not lock the horses hard into the contact like a side rein does because it does move. They have an ability to move the length of the rig. So if they tuck their butt under them, 
all of a sudden they have more room in the front, you know, like they can communicate with the rig, with their body, whereas side reins, they're just locked in and they have to stay off of them. They have to stay behind. So I would, you know, for trot poles, if that's all you have, maybe you do a little bit of side reins. Um, but I would start getting to the point of doing some little cavaletti in a rig, uh, at the canner and let the horse get comfortable staying like that and making some mistakes that might not be very easy to stick with when you're on the back and just removing the rider from the equation entirely. When you see that they are doing it comfortably, you know, you can't jump big in the rig, um, just little, little stuff, little cavalry, even poles, you know, just to develop and then you can put it up. Then from there, you want to find something that is communicating with the horse's body and mouth and everything for the jumping. So in my experience, if you have a, what tends to be kind of a severe uh, training issue as this is, it, it, it appears to be worse than it actually is. It's actually a good thing. And you could just be right around the corner from going away, but it does need to be handled a certain way. Um, I like the, the equipment that is maybe a little too strong, you know, like you're training, if you p- decide to ride in a Micmar bridle or a, a mile or something with nose pressure, it may be, you may tell immediately, this is way too strong to actually go and jump a course or to, you don't ever see yourself in the show ring, but that's not what you're doing. Forget the show ring, forget the stadium jumping, forget the course. You're looking at trying to work on the behavior of cantering in a shape. The head can't come up like that. The shaking and all that is an evasion of the aids in the mouth. Uh, so I would go for me. I love the Micmar bits. Uh, I don't really show on them unless I have a really, you know, rude mouth baby that needs more. Um, and sometimes I will, some of the older ones like them, but I love it for training because they just, you know, you stop that behavior. They can't really get away from it. And that's why the rig work is so good in the beginning, because if they do have a, they're, they're all to varying degrees of evasion. Some of them really do freak out. Um, and you don't want to be up there the first couple times, let them figure it out themselves. And then you move on to equipment that works for you on the back. But nose pressure is really, really great. Um, the half halt, to be honest, she's saying the half halt goes out the window, the dressage, no collection, all this, those things will come. The first thing is that you have to keep the horse's head down and in the correct profile for jumping. So he's going to be rounder. So I would say nose pressure, a hack a bit, a mile or a McMara, whatever, and don't tackle the whole course and don't, the distance is not a priority anymore. Um, the proper collection is not really the priority. Firstly, we've got to get in the right jumping profile. And then we start saying, okay, that's great. I'm jumping a single jump at a decent height back and forth. Now let me try to do it with a little more collection. You just make it a little bit harder wherever the horse can handle it. And before you know it, you're doing whole courses, but that is an anxiety um, issue. And so once you, unfortunately you can't, help the anxiety address it unless you can kind of like control it or block it and if you've lost the ability to to block or control the animal in that scenario you've got to find it you've got to back it up and start over so that you can and then those things generally just go away and you're like wow I did not think I could get there from here but it's same with all of them you think okay I'm gonna keep you know trying and trying and trying but it's like you almost go way back to the beginning and just start over and in three four days you've already cruised through all the different levels and when they're comfortable, you know, physically, it sounds like it's not a physical problem because he's doing the cross country and the dressage. So it's, you know, a mental anxiety with the different relationships of jumps. Gymnastics are good, too, for these types because they can uh, have the confidence to leave the ground from different distances, which I think in the, I don't do cross country. But I think that's kind of basically the big difference is that they need to rock back and jump up and land shallow in the stadium. And they're not sure how to do that. So they're trying to launch. But that, that's what I would do. Start over, lunge, and then build it back up. 
Well, there you have it. Make sure to have all of your Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go by downloading the free Horse Radio Network app on your, for your iPhone or your Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. It's quick, it's free, and it's easy. You can also subscribe via iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. And thanks again to Purina Mills for sponsoring this show. You can learn more about Purina Mills Equine Senior Horse Feeds by going to purinamills.com backslash active age. This is Coach Jen, and I will be back again soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <music>